Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week, I have some news, Devin. What is your news, Luke? Do you remember my friend Sheena? No. She was at a few of the Christmas parties and... She came out to, uh, well, I guess you might have not been there for that New Year's Eve. Is she the one person who watched What's It Called with us? Or was it just you, me, and one other person? No, uh, that's Tracy. Okay. Yeah. Then I don't know if I was actually at a lot of your Christmas parties. Well, I, I found out that uh, Sheena uh-huh. is a punk rocker. Hmm. <gasps> Sheena is a punk rocker. Sheena is a punk rocker now. How do you feel about that? Fun, fun. That's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's good to be supportive of when your friends come out as punk rockers. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, that was a goof. Otherwise, you'd have to have the Rolling Stones killed. Hmm. And there's your Simpsons reference, everybody. Yeah, got it in there. Mm-hmm. Remember how when they put uh, together the going some Sonics with the Simpsons, they had to replace you two with the most stereotypically Irish people they could. No. Uh, in the uh, the Garbage Man song. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually want to pay you two or whatever. And so they just have the most stereotypically Irish voiced people singing yeah. their part. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Classic Bono. Too good to write a song for The Simpsons. Yet you will, or mostly The Edge, write some shitty songs for that Spider-Man musical. Do you think Bono's ever going to go through a metamorphosis? No. He's just the worst. Already? Yeah, him and the edge. Hmm. Basically, all of you two is the worst. Remember when they came out on stage at the Academy Awards and were like, hey, did you guys know that we were down with Nelson Mandela before all y'all? Because I do was like, wow. But like, you don't think they're going to actually like suddenly turn super conservative? No. Yeah. So then they won't go through a metamorphosis. Oh, yeah, I read about that. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been awful for a while, but then there's also, like, Billy Corrigan, who... No, Billy Corrigan just... No, he's just nuts. There's a difference. Same with what's-his-name from Blink-182. Steve Brule? No, not him. Uh, it's not Hobbert's the other one. Calvin. Apparently, you do not know the members of Blink-182. <laughs> uh, there's Max Blink, uh, Rebo, Tom DeLonge, and that's the 182s. Name. No, God, no. There's no keyboards in Blink-182, Luke. <laughs> now it also has evidence you don't even know what their music sounds like. <laughs> Let's see. Link 182. There you go. It's Tom DeLonge, the one who believes that, like, has the huge conspiracy about aliens. Oh, okay. All the small things. Work sucks. I know. Say it ain't so. I will not go. Carry me off. Taking me home. 
to see my kin. Big wheel, keep on turning. Southern man don't want you around anyhow, because there ain't no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow on trees. I got bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. You've switched bands completely, Luke. Twice. I want to make sure that you know that. We're going for bits, definitely. We're going for bits because the story this week is very, very short. And, and very, very, very simple. Very... Mm-hmm. It's like Simple Plan, the band that did... I'm a dick. I'm a dick. I'm addicted to you. Welcome to my life. I had a Google. I know you did. <sighs> I didn't. Yeah, I. Someone I didn't listen to enough list. shitty uh, pop punk bands from the mid 2000s. There was that, like two or three year phase where my brother had a car and he'd drive me to Friday Night Magic and we'd listen to the alternative station that played a lot of those. Yeah. Because this is my United States of whatever. And this is my United States of whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, last week was when all those people got that, like, episode with me and Cameron Diordio and now all the people who've started listening from Jay and Miles are like wait is this what they're doing is this just a really really long cold open and no it's not because we did the music before so that makes it not a cold open it's true this week we're discussing what if infinity dark rain slash what if green goblin stole the infinity gauntlet and it was not used as well as it could have been it's set on earth TRN 630, which, as a reminder, TRN is the temporary reference number used by Marvel Wikia. Because there's yet to be an official designation by Marvel. Mm-hmm. Which and potentially may never come be. because they switched up how things are listed as now. Which was stupid, yeah. and they should not do that. No, Earth 616 should not be Earth Prime. Because isn't that DC's thing? No. There's not enough Prime? I thought there was Earth Prime in DC. Oh, there's one one of the times, but they've destroyed and rebuilt their universe so many times. Oh, okay. Yeah. We've been doing this podcast for a while. Almost three years. Yeah, we've got that anniversary coming up, don't we? Oh, by almost three years, I mean actually over now. Yeah, no, it's been over three years because we started in March. Yeah. If not late February. No, it was the first one was March 16th. Oh, okay. So over three years now. And if there's one thing that I've learned. said this podcast for like all the stuff that we're doing. Like. I don't know. It's just very, very weird. Oh, very true. Like we we picked an esoteric topic. Part of me wonders. Don't what say the word we. I... You were like Devin. I, I have an idea that... for a podcast. Would you like to be on it? I was like, yeah, sure. And then you've been stuck ever since. Yeah, yeah. but it's been fun. We've had some good times and some bad times too. 
And I mean, the week after this goes up, or no, two weeks after this one goes up, I believe, is when I'm doing a live show. Which should be... Interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to die on stage, and I think I've already made the joke where it'll be like uh, Ziggy Stardust up on there. Nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you're you're almost done with your master's degree. Hooray. And then we can go back to using the uh, second volume cover again, because I won't need to be murdering you for leaving me alone. True. Mm hmm. That's a true sign of friendship. So that is a good cover. Mm hmm. I can just use it whenever you have to go and take a break. Yeah. Smart plan. Mm hmm. I. But yeah, I mean, Infinity Month has been, well, it had high points. I mean, getting to uh, bring on Jay and Miles from Explain the X-Men was very good. How was that issue, though? Not great. The Guardians one that I read when I was trying to give you guys a question was okay. It was, yeah. It had a couple of good moments, but it wasn't solid. Yeah, and there was like, pacing stuff and just lots of things that could have been better speaking of things that could have been better this issue which was written by joshua williamson with art by goran suzuka with colors by miroslav merva letters by vcs travis lanham and yeah we should just go through it because it's very short we start off with Ambrose Osborne. Who I thought was J. Jonah Jameson. Being brought from the past where he was looking to beat his son to the Battle of Broxton during the siege event. That was when Norman Osborne's like, oh, hey, let's go and destroy Asgard because I am sort of staging a coup. Well, it was because Loki manipulated him and tricked him into doing it. Norman Osborne made his own choices with a clear head. He did not. You didn't read Siege number zero. It's been a while since I read Siege. Because if you didn't read Number Zero, that's where, that's where all of the like uh, influencing from Loki comes in. So if you didn't read that issue, which was like the free comic book day issue, then you wouldn't know that. It's like how if you didn't read the one issue of what was the event before Infinity? Oh, of uh, Age of Ultron, you wouldn't know how Ultron got back to Earth. Oh, for sure. Damn. Comics are a bad idea. Or Secret Wars number zero, if you didn't actually read all of Hickman's Avengers run. So as the battle rages, Norman Osborn with the Infinity Gauntlet and his Dark Avengers show up, and Osborn defeats all of his enemies with a simple wish before sending everyone but him and his father away. He's like, hey, Dad, I rule the world. And yeah, dad's unimpressed. Mm -hmm. And he talks about how he used his army of villains and his information from when he led hammer to get all of the infinity gems. And then he became the goblin king and he attacked while the heroes were divided. And his dad is just angry about what he's done. So Norman's like, oh, but look at this thing. I made an infinite loop of Spider-Man killing Gwen Stacy. Here's the thing, out of everything in this issue, this was at least the one aspect that I liked. Yeah. It was like, oh, that, that was clever. 
That's totally something Norman would do. But it's this is like a worse version of uh, the thing where Joker got the uh, powers. Yes. Oh, no, no, it's a better version because it's, it's not like 12 issues. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's a one-off issue that I read in like five minutes. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, his father is horrified, so Norman Osborn makes his father love him no matter what. Then they return to the base to find out that the Dark Avengers are dead. They were killed by Thanos, and Thanos is like, hey, I know you wanted protection, but it's going to destroy you. That This is all unreal. And Osborn's like, nah, you're an idiot, and kills Thanos. And then his father's like, I will always love you, son. And Norman's like, why are you always going to love me? I don't believe that you actually love me. Well, no, it was partially. No, that wasn't fully why. It was daddy says, I will love you because you're my son. And Norm is like, no, I want you to love me for my deeds, not just because I'm your kid. And then he ends up removing his father from reality, which in turn removes Osborne from reality. And we're just left with the Infinity Gauntlet floating in space. Womp, womp, womp. Yay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. it Time for it's questions. A simple, yeah, it's a simple premise, but it's just it just ends. Our one question in a bad way. Is it? Oh, no, we got two. Oh, we did. Well, the first question, my question, is this book bad because I knew exactly how it was going to end on page one when Daddy uh, teleported. Not necessarily. Okay. Because I was, I was, I was like, ooh. I didn't know how this was going to go. I didn't necessarily know that's how uh, he was going to go. I thought maybe daddy was going to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Andrew Young asks, do you prefer Norman Osborn as the Green Goblin or as basically the Marvel version of Lex Luthor? Which I think is incorrect because Lex Luthor became more like Norman Osborn when he became a businessman after the reboot. Wait, what? But Lex has always been a businessman. No, he hasn't. Hasn't he? You fool. No. I don't read Superman. Superman's dumb. Until Crisis, he was a generic mad scientist who hated uh, Superman for making him bold as a boy. And then after (laughs) Infinite Crisis, John Byrne was like, oh, no, he's going to be a businessman now. Smart. And Andrew Young also wanted to know where does that leave Emil Burbank? And I have not looked up who that is. Oh, Master Menace. Yeah. But anyway. Who is the Squadron Supreme, Luther? And then the other question we have is, uh, is Norman Osborn the most magnificent bastard in the Marvel Universe, or is that Quicksilver? And neither of them are bastards because both of them were born in wedlock. Mm. Quicksilver's ambiguous. Because no, we keep yeah, doing I, parental I, changes. All of his fathers were married to one another. It's polygamy. There we go. Yep. Marvel King. But also, I love Norman Osborn. Yeah. Norman is a better villain than Lex Luthor. Bam. That was the answer to the first question. 
I'd agree with that. And it's hard to say whether or not it's better if him as Green Goblin or Businessman because they kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really like, like it's not the thing that makes him great is because they, he has both. Because if it's just Goblin, yeah. then he's just kind of the Hobgoblin, who is still a cool villain, but he's not the same tier as Norman. Wait, what, did you mean to say the Green Goblin, or because you said Hobgoblin, who is a totally different character? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. No, but I'm saying if, if he's oh, just oh, the oh, Green oh, Goblin, okay. then he's basically just the Hobgoblin. Which, as much as I like the Hobgoblin, he's not in the same league as the Green One. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Luther has more adaptability in stories because he can just be the genius or the businessman, but those parts can be separated more than they can while retaining his core than Norman Osborn. Well, they also go through phases where they try to make... Lex Luthor good. Mm-hmm. Where they don't, you can't, they don't really try that with Norman. Or if they do, it's because he has no memory. Well, uh, yeah, that is sort of the, the end. Episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we have to rank it on trials of the multiverse. So right now, I mean, we have Emperor Joker World near the bottom, but it's not that bad. I mean, it the story is we know where it's going. And there's some stuff that's not great, but it did have that Spider-Man scene, which was good. And when this comic is only 20 pages long and that scene was three pages, that actually makes it more tolerable. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I was also uh, throwing off you... when they had two that Norman and Moonstone were like an item because I don't recall that in uh, Dark Rays. That was more when he was running the Thunderbolts, which I reread earlier this week. Oh, okay. I haven't read Parker's Thunderbolts, so. No, the, no, that was during the Ellis run. Oh, well, I haven't read that either. It's very, it still holds up very well. But were they a thing in that series? Uh, they were both using one another. Oh, okay. So I was going to say the one time I remember her hooking up with someone was in Dark Avengers when she hooks up with Hawkeye on uh, slash oh, Bullseye and- on the table. Oh, yes, and Novar. Because she's a strong, independent woman who doesn't need mm-hmm. no man. Okay. Except for getting busy on the company table in the middle of the business meeting. How do you feel about it compared to the Vampire Adventures from Exiles? Refresh my memory on the Vampire Adventures from Exiles. That was the world where Captain America and the Avengers were turned into vampires, and so they had to go and try and stop them by getting the uh, book from Union Jack, and it turned out that he was also a vampire, and... When he tried to become the new king of the vampires, they stopped him, and so he banished them all to different universes. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is better than that? Uh, how about it compared to 
uh, Wayne's monster. That, that's Batman Castle of the Bat, where it was sort of Frankenstein, but not really. Oh, it's better than that. Okay, it's not better than Spider Jameson, though, is it? No. So our new number one seventy one is Earth PRN six three zero. Norman Osborne undoes himself in a public place. We will definitely not remember what that one means. Okay. So, yeah. Devin, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me online at Fred O'Fett. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at, at Coltrick. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G or at Luke Hare, L-E-K-E-H-E-R-R.com. I'd also like to give a shout out to everybody who came on during this month. So Cameron Diordio, Jay and Miles from Explain the X-Men, uh, Bo Keanu, and, oh, and Sam Freud, who we had been talking about before the show. Thank you all for coming on. Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast. You can find out more about us at multiversalq.com, where we also have image galleries for all of the episodes and other important links. You can also check out the show notes there. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, please leave us a review. If you have feedback for the podcast, or if you have a universe you want us to uh, cover, also let us know that. Uh, you can reach us at multiversalq at gmail.com. Uh, next week, do you remember what we're covering? I Oh, next week should be our free comic book day. Uh, special where let's see um, oh yeah we're going to cover some recent Captain Marvel stuff so that's going to be also our what happened to us on pre-comic book day and then the week after that is our Deadpool tie-in and that is when I'll be at Columbus Podfest where you can still pick up tickets probably for Friday night you should because it is going to be good. Uh, anything else you want to say before we're done, Devin? No, I'm pretty good. Okay. Well, I've got to go talk to Sheena about her punk rocking. So until next time, this one's for Hank. Peace. Sheena is a punk rocker. Sheena is a punk rocker. Sheena is a punk rocker who needs an intervention. <laughs>